What is going on, guys? It's your boy Ryan French, is a rather crypto guy, and this is my boy Nestor Sanchez or the Bag Chaser. And we are the master nodes. Make sure y'all stay to the end to hear about some additional resources that we're going to provide y'all to get you guys more in tune with crypto. But today's topic is epic. We're going to be talking about Maker versus Compound. And let's go ahead and just jump straight into it. Yes, in order to understand these two cryptocurrencies, you need to understand first, what is DeFi? DeFi is simply short for decentralized finance. It is just like an umbrella term to kind of uh, encompass all the different broad cryptocurrencies that deal with finance. So there's a lot of different types, um, but the best thing about this is there is no middleman. So it's a form of banking that doesn't need a PayPal or a Chase or Google or Wells Fargo to get one transaction over to another person. It is simply peer-to-peer. -peer. So instead, the community is upholding the security and the reliability of this cryptocurrency. It's lower cost, and the money is, should be accepted worldwide uh, because it is a global thing. So no one has complete control over these um, protocols, and it's all run differently depending on the set protocol that it runs by. And some of the most common coins associated with decentralized finance is like Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, Compound, Maker. You also have other ones that are like DEXs, which are decentralized exchanges, which are still dealing with finance, such as Uniswap and PancakeSwap. Yeah, so that's DeFi in a nutshell, but what we're really here to talk about is Maker and Compound. What I'm going to specifically get into is Maker. So Maker actually has two tokens, MKR and DAI. MKR is a governance token that is also used to pay interest on any loans you receive. MKR is used to make decisions about the protocol. So if you have MKR, then you're able to vote on any monetary policies that involve something like adding new cryptocurrencies. So one thing I like about Maker is the fact that there is a governance token. So what I like about a governance token is that you're actually able to have a voice in different protocols that may arrive inside of a project. For instance, Maker. So like, let's say, you know, they wanted to add, I don't know, Litecoin to their reserves. Uh, everyone could actually vote and submit a say on whether they want to add Litecoin to their reserves or not. Now, let's say it was something like Ethereum. Ethereum has its own governance token, ETH, and you could actually use ETH to either pay for a service or you could use ETH to vote on a policy. Uh, for instance, uh, there was a whole transition between Ethereum 1.0 and 2.0. Now we're at Ethereum 2.0, which essentially moved Ethereum's blockchain from proof of work to proof of stake, making it more efficient. So people were actually able to come together to vote on this policy in order to make that change. Without the people coming together to vote on this policy to make that change, things would not have gotten done. So this is one thing I like about governance tokens is they give the community the ability to vote on new policies set forth by themselves and come to a general consensus amongst each other on whether they want to institute that new policy or not. Now let's talk a little bit about DAI. So DAI is actually a stable coin that is soft pegged to the US dollar. It is backed by a crypto asset such as Ethereum. 
and it is over collateralized to account for volatility. It used smart contracts to remain decentralized. So let's talk a little bit about stable coins. So stable coins are actually pegged to the US dollar, making it remain at a dollar. If you guys want to learn a little bit more about what stable coins are and how they work, click on this video up top and we'll go ahead and explain more on what stable coins are. And for smart contracts, if you're a little bit confused on how smart contracts work, just wait a little bit. We'll go ahead and be answering that in this video. Now let's talk about Compound. It is what we're going to be talking about today. Compound is an online algorithmic protocol that allows you to lend and borrow money. Basically allows you to be your own bank. You're able to earn yield and also borrow money and pay back with interest. But you're doing it to another person rather than the bank. So this is huge. This has never been done before. Um, well, Maker is obviously the opposer who is doing it as well. Now, Compound has its own token as well called Comp, C-O-M-P, and a comp holder can utilize that as governance as well. So as a governance token, like what Ryan was talking about, and they can also put it up for collateral as well for other cryptocurrencies. So let's talk about the way you would go about doing this. Um, you're not just going to be able to like, hey, give me a thousand dollars. I'll pay it back for sure. You know, um, because it is cryptocurrency, because you don't have to tell other people who you are. They're not going to be going into this like whole KYC. Um, you don't necessarily have to put in your income. You don't have to really do any of that. But what you have to do is put your cryptocurrency up for collateral. So if I want to borrow a thousand dollars, I have to put more than a thousand dollars in order to borrow that thousand within cryptocurrency. So if I'm going to borrow $1,000 in USDC, which is a stable coin, then I would have to put in, let's just say, $1,500 in Ethereum or in Compound or in other cryptocurrencies that they accept. Now, the reason you would put in more is because these cryptocurrencies, they can fluctuate in value, as you guys have definitely seen. Um, so you have to over-collateralize what Ryan was talking about before. You have to put in extra in order to account for that movement. And they all have their own protocols, so you want to see what exactly or how much exactly over you need in order to borrow a set amount. Um, sometimes it's 1.5, sometimes it's more. But you definitely want to check that out. And all you have to do is put that up for collateral. It's going to lock it up in a smart contract, like what Ryan was saying. You're going to be paying back your payments to the, the protocol, which is basically through another person. And you're going to be able to, you know, pay it back. Once you pay it back, your crypto gets unlocked. You get your cryptocurrency back. The other person gets their loan back and you guys are set, right? So what happens if you do not pay back your loan? Now, they basically made the whole protocol around this. So your cryptocurrency that is locked up, it's actually going to get liquidated, right? And it all has terms and stuff that you're going to agree to. Um, so, you know, if after X amount of failed payments, your thing gets liquidated, um, but basically it gets liquidated. So you, all your cryptocurrency that you ended up locking up is actually going to be sold and probably for USDC. And then it's going to be given back to its lender. So the lender, you know, they don't incur the risk. And then you're also going to get charged a fee, right? Because you didn't pay your loan back, which... It makes sense. And then you're going to get whatever is left back to you. And that's pretty much how it works. So the lender doesn't really have any risk. Um, obviously, there is risk within these protocols and stuff like that. But it's a lot less risky because it's locked up already. 
and you don't have to worry about the other person really paying you back at all because you have that kind of fail safe. Um, and that's what's pretty awesome about it. You don't need that middleman. Um, the other person, the lender, is safe through the protocol. And there's also the, the contract that kind of goes through that keeps you guys both in check. Um, it's pretty interesting way to do things. Like I said, this has never really been done before without a third party. So we're really in the in the wild west of how this is happening. There are different ways that they do it, right? With Maker, they have their own cryptocurrencies like MKR and DAI. And you, Compound just utilizes other cryptocurrencies and kind of incorporates them. So uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that's happening. Yeah, so you actually gave a perfect example on how smart contracts work. And as promised, let's go ahead and talk about smart contracts a bit. So smart contract is a financial service with no central authority, which could be used to lend or borrow money from around the globe using complex transactions. So smart contracts actually use an if-then statement. Now, what I mean by this is, for example, let's say you were to set up a smart contract. In that smart contract, one of the prompts would be, if I was to do this, then this happened. So let's say me and Nestor would set up an agreement where I didn't honor that agreement, then it would say, if I failed to honor the terms, then the contract will be liquidated and he would receive whatever funds are locked up within that contract. So this is where the whole middleman is replaced because what DeFi does is it uses cryptocurrencies and smart contracts to provide services that don't need intermediaries. So like in today's financial world, financial institutions act as middlemen. This gives these institutions immense power because your money flows through them, right? But with DeFi, smart contracts actually replace financial institutions in a transaction. So a smart contract is actually a program that is stored on a blockchain account that can hold funds and can send, receive, or refund them based on certain conditions. And once a smart contract is live, no one can change or alter it. It remains running as programmed. Uh, so contracts are also public for anyone to audit and inspect. Let's say you have concerns of, oh, you know, I don't really know much about these smart contracts. I feel like I was scammed. I feel like I was set up. Well, the community is actually able to monitor these smart contracts. So this means that bad contracts uh, will often come under scrutiny pretty quickly. And this could lead to either the IP host being barred from submitting any additional contracts for either sometimes a short period of time to indefinitely. So if you're ever concerned about, you know, whether your smart contract is legitimate or whether you need to make any like tweaks or anything, there are actually programs you could run them through uh, that will actually break down the smart contract for you and let you know, okay, well, is this a legit smart contract? Or are there any loopholes? And that's all thanks to AI. Uh, so if you want more information on that, send me a DM and I'll go ahead and send you the video that I actually learned recently on how AI can help you essentially break down your smart contract so that way you understand it a little bit better. That's actually pretty cool. Um, I really like the thing about smart contracts, how it's like basically a person, right? It's someone approving or disapproving anything um, based on terms and conditions, but you don't have to pay that person because it's a computer. So that's pretty great. And that's um, one of the reasons that it's just better, right? You have to pay another person like a notary in order to authorize things. But if it's a computer, then there's no real reason why um, it would be unfair, you know, because it's all based on terms, rules, conditions that everybody agrees to. So let's jump into why DeFi is better.
um, one of the things, more security. Because there is no middleman, because there is none of that, and it's decentralized, it is a little bit more secure than your centralized servers. You got no one point of failure. So since everyone is upholding the system, anybody with a computer, anybody with a mining rig can uphold the system, then they are kind of um, not necessary to everybody, right? Because if my computer was running, let's just say Compound's protocol, and it were to explode, well, that doesn't really matter as much because everyone has the same exact information at the same time. And due to its decentralized nature, it's not solely relying on my computer. And that's awesome, right? That keeps it more secure. This means that if half the world were to go out of power, as long as the other nodes are running smoothly, then it won't destroy the protocol. It won't mess everything up. And that's awesome. Uh, it actually cuts out the middleman as well. This is a huge pro. It helps both sides, right? The lender who is giving out their money, uh, when they give it out to a bank, they earn 0.04% on average for yield, right? So they're yielding not even a full percentage. And that means that the bank is basically taking all that extra and giving them 0.04%. Now, if you were to lend it directly to another person, you are going to get more yield than you would if you put that money in a bank. That's awesome, right? And the other person on the other end, if you are trying to receive money or borrow money, you're gonna have to pay interest, right? But you're not gonna have to pay as much interest because you're not paying the banks, you're just paying the lender, right? And you're maybe paying some fees in between. So that's super awesome. Cutting out the middleman basically saves money and earns other people money. You got runs on its own, according to its software. So everybody agrees to these rules. It runs autonomously. You don't have to tell it what to do. It does it based on the terms, based on the conditions, based on the protocol. And you can check all that out. You can double check it, triple check it, and really understand what you're getting yourself into. Another thing is it keeps everyone honest because there is a smart contract, because you guys agree to all this stuff. There is no like, oh, you know, I didn't know about that, right? Or, hey, you know, this smart contract is not what I agreed to because everybody, there's no way to change it first off and everybody agreed to it. So it keeps everyone honest. You could also check everything within the blockchain. You can check exactly how much your smart contract was uh, going to liquidate you for. You can check all that good stuff within the terms, within the conditions that you guys preset. And then you got billions of people around the world who can't access a bank account can now access not only a bank account, but lending, borrowing, and all that good stuff within this protocol. All you need is an application, some cryptocurrency, and Wi-Fi. And now you, you can go into this global lending, borrowing protocol through Compound, through Maker. And these are just some of the awesome stuff that you're able to do with DeFi. And you can imagine how much this is going to evolve as time goes on. Yes. Yeah, so that wraps up today's podcast. Thank you for tapping in. Much appreciated. As always, remember to follow and subscribe to our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter, all at The Masternodes. Our visual podcast experience can be found on YouTube, and our audio podcast experience can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts and all your other favorite podcast sources. Remember to visit our website, themasternodes.square.site. The link will be down in the description. 
and subscribe to our email list to receive the latest and greatest cryptocurrency information. Also, we have come out with an online course that you can go ahead and access by clicking on the R course tab on our website. Again, the link's going to be down in the description. And then after this podcast, there's going to be a brief video instructing you on how to access our course. So make sure you all check that out. Yes, we also have an ebook that was made within the partnership of the Masternodes. It's basically a survival guide for cryptocurrency. If you are interested in that, it is also in the buy course section. You're going to press learn more when you're checking out that landing page for the ebook. And it'll give you all the information that you need on there. You could also be a part of our team by joining um, IM Academy. And with that, you're going to learn about either cryptocurrency, stocks, e-commerce, basically how to be a digital entrepreneur. There's a lot more fields that you can invest in and really educate yourself on. If you're interested in being a digital entrepreneur and making money online, you can always be a part of our team. If you can, DM us or comment. I'm ready and I'll get you some more information on that. As always, we appreciate your time. Thank you for everything and have yourselves a good day. Try your best to choose kindness. Yes, thank you everyone for tapping in. Much appreciated as always and bless. Here at the Masternodes, we are not making any claims as to income you may earn. Before entering any agreement, please use caution and seek the advice of a professional advisor, such as attorney or financial advisor. Please ensure your own research is done before investing any money into the market. If you're excited to learn more, I have one important task for you. Make sure to check out our online course, Digital Gold Rush where we take you A through Z on everything you need to know about cryptocurrency to get started in the space. Simply click the link in our bio or comment $3 signs and we'll send you the link.